Tori. I'm happy to be here. So am I, so am I. Welcome back. It's been a minute. It has, but we're here. That's all that matters. Yes. So for those that don't know, I'm Dory. And I'm Tola. And this is a tribe called West. West. <sighs> Let's get right into it. Okay. <laughs> all right. What's top of the top. Top of the top. What's going on? Hmm. With you first. Oh, with me. Um, not much. I've been working. I've been summering. It's now fall. Girl. Um, I've been cooling it, working, like I said, working, brunching it, working it, brunching <laughs> it, sleeping. Sounds like a full life. I've been adulting. That's what it is. Good. Boom. And enjoying life because you've been brunching. Definitely. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Um, For me, same. I have a new job. We'll get more into that. Congratulations. We, thank you. When we uh tap in, I feel like I'm always like, I got a new job, girl. But you got a job. I got a job. Thank God. Been let go, been fired, but Lord, I am here. Still bouncing back. Bouncing what up, back. Um, mm-hmm. Life's been good, though. Working, brunching, turning up, <laughs> doing what I do, shaking this ass from time to time, you know, <laughs> having fun. It's good. It's good. Hanging out with you. We've been a really fucking good time now. Yes. Like, I feel like it's always like, A.T., A.Dory, oh, boom, boom, we meeting up. It's been fun. It has been fun. It has been fun. No regrets. Yeah. So, um, what's going on in the world that we care about? Um, the other day, what was we talking about? Rhythm and flow, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, you asked me if I saw it. Yeah. A couple of people have been asking me if I saw it. I'm not even going to lie. I... <laughs> I've been on watching old shit, listening to old shit, but... It be like that sometimes. Definitely, but I did give um, the first episode Mm -hmm. a try, but then I got interrupted with it, Mm -hmm. so I'll give you more the next time we talk, but um, I got into it. I was laughing. I was like, yo, this bitch Cardi B is ghetto. She's hilarious. She's funny. She's definitely funny, but I'm like, damn, she's ghetto. I like one of the parts where... um, she was in a car. They were all in a car oh on their God. way to Nightingale. And yes. she was like, and how you been knowing all these words? All these, <laughs> he's like, Cardi, Tip was like, Cardi, I've been to prison and I, I read the dictionary a lot. I be feeling like that. How he be knowing all these words? And sometimes He knew them just, words before fucking jail. It be unnecessary, though. I be mm. like, come on. We mm. don't need an SAT word every time every we talk. Time. Jesus every Christ. Every time. My favorite judge on there is for... I like Chance. all of them, but I think I like Chance the most as far as giving feedback. Okay. I think he does it the best um, to me. I feel like sometimes T.I. be on that like, I'm deep, I'm a vet. Um Cardi, she's hilarious. She's like, she's a harder judge than I thought she would be. Oh, though. yeah? Yeah. Like, she's the comic relief on the show. I am caught up. But she's also, she'd be like, that wasn't good. Or like, uh, you will not be going to L.A. You will be going to Jersey. Like, she'd be doing stuff like that. Do you feel, do you feel like Cardi would know what it takes? Um, I feel like she does a good job at speaking from her perspective. So a lot of times she's always like, oh, this person has a lot of personality. Oh, this person. Oh, you know, I know the girl's going to be liking her, wanting to dress like her and stuff. So okay. I think she gives the right type of critique. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I would be checking for Cardi talking about, oh, that shit was trash. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. rumor is that she don't write her own shit. Mm-hmm. So I think for other artists that are really, you know, on their pin game and if cardi was to tell somebody like that was a whack rap or you know so she hasn't gotten there yet she hasn't she, said anything she hasn't like really that. been commenting on stuff like that not in that way like so she's she looking for like energy 
She's looking for energy. She's looking for the whole package, but I don't really see her critiquing. Like she's never just focused on like what somebody's saying, which I like. Okay. She, I think they all have their like place. Like they're all like Ti definitely looking for the whole package. Um, Chance is too, but Chance wants somebody to have something to say because that's the kind of artist he is. He wants the energy. He wants somebody to be an individual. He says a lot of things about things not looking like a gimmick, mm-hmm. which I like. Um, it was a dude on there, spoiler, he was doing a little Rubik's Cube thing or whatever. And he was like, bro, you don't need to do that. Like That just so interested me just now. Right. I'm looking like, what for? I can't wait because it's a dude from Inglewood on there who I like. What's his name? Um, D Smoke. And then there was another Inglewood dude, Inglewood Ivy. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know about D Smoke yet. I feel like I'll finish it. LA brought it. I feel like I was disappointed in the New York people. Mm-hmm. Um, I love one of the women that came from Atlanta, London B. You did mention her to me before. I like her energy. Um, and in Chicago, they had some cool people. They had some cool people. But yeah, catch up. So we yeah, can really I look get forward to um, watching it and seeing what I like, what I don't like, and sharing it with you. Yeah. Speaking you- of, though, T.I., sorry to cut you off. Mm-hmm. Um, I had read something, and he said something about, um, I don't know verbatim, but mm-hmm. let me know if you remember this. He said something about Iggy Azalea. Iggy Azalea, uh-huh. yeah. And him basically not, in, not wanting to have such of a a flop basically come from his record label. He's trying to bounce back from that. Did you know it? Did you I heard that? I heard of it. I don't go I read a little it. bit yeah. of it and it kind of hurt my feelings mainly because I feel like somebody's always trying to come at her and he probably wasn't trying to come at her. He was just speaking like what he hopes for the future of his record label. Yeah. But I was just like, "Damn, they always coming at your girl." I'm not a fan of Iggy. I mean, her music like I remember when she first hopped on the scene or whatever. She was catchy or whatever. I didn't like the whole, like, not being from the U.S., not being black, mm-hmm. but having the whole, like... Culture? The culture. That was annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's authentically her, great. She was just corny to me. Like, okay. I, I couldn't, you know... Fancy was cool. I'm not going to say the... The song was not trash. Okay. I'd be a liar and say... It wasn't trash. I was... Um, so... It was catchy <laughs> as fuck. But... <laughs> She was just corny, and then she was doing shit like being a culture vulture and d- just saying dumb stuff. Um, her fucking with the rappers, just always doing things that were embarrassing. I used to have secondhand embarrassment for her a lot okay. of times, so I don't care about her. Okay, but I just thought that, and then we was talking about Ti plus the show. Yeah, but yeah, rhythm. Is I don't flow. think she. I mean, she was a flop, but like. She made him money. She's still trying to come back. Yeah, and she got a song with Cash Doll. I know. She got a song with Cash Doll. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Are you an Iggy fan? Like, that's your girl? Not a fan. I like the way she looks. Okay. Um, but that's about it. A couple of her songs, I've seen her perform. Mm-hmm. She could definitely improve on her energy, mm-hmm. um, her stage energy. Mm-hmm. But other than that, no, I just, she cool. She aight. But I'm not like a, a what, fan. Iggy, you said something about my girl? I nah. mean, do she have fans? I think so. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I'm half of one. I don't know, yeah. but... <laughs> Iggy, do your thing, boo. Right. Um, what else do we care about? This music, this music out. So, who? Let me ask you, who are you listening to right now? So, I I like Cash Doll stacked. Yep, she did that. Yes, I'm fucking with that. Um, Summer Walker, the bomb. Do you know I go to sleep, um, listening to her. I wake up wanting to listen to her. It's crazy. That album mm-hmm. is so fire. It's fire. It's, it's really so real. I love the song fire. with Usher. 
Yeah, that was actually one of my least favorite ones, and uh-huh. then I started to like it. Mm-hmm. But um, I'll kill you is my is my jam. I like I'll kill that's you. That's with Janae. Yeah. Um, her one with uh, what's my book guy? Party Next Door. I love that song. Um, who else? Is it? It's Party Next Door. I believe it's Party. Is it or is it? Um, no, it's the other guy. Um, Y'all excuse me. It's not Party. It's uh uh uh. Is it Jeremiah? Mm-hmm. No. Let me tell y'all right now. I'm about to look it Might up. Might be it. I'm all. I love that song. Is Bryson Tiller? No. Mm-mm. Is it Bryson? That about. one? Y'all give me one second. One moment though. I have it up. Yeah, this party might party next door. I didn't mess up. Just might. Okay, well, I like the one. With, I like playing games with Bryson Tiller. Oh, yeah. And then also um, anime. I, when I tell you I love all these songs mm-hmm. and like it, um, Fun Girl, that yeah, was one Fun of Girl mine. Drunk Dialing. I can relate to so many of these songs because it's a really good album. Yeah, it's like it's I really read something album. and somebody said it's like for your girls who are not in a relationship and it's like, fuck these niggas, but I love you niggas. Yeah. Like, it's like that type of music. That's what I be on. She, but I'm in a relationship. You are. You are. <laughs> definitely. But I'm in a relationship. Um, but but I'm yeah, that was a good one. Um, I'm going to get into who I'm listening to also. Uh, so Wale okay. came out with a new. I didn't finish it. It's good. Okay. It's good. Currency and um, mm-hmm. Currency and who else? Uh, is it Roddy? Okay. And uh, I can't remember the other person, but I'm still listening to that one. Big Crit. I love Big Crit. What? I love Big Crit. I love Been that Mississippi. I believe he, yeah, he's from Mississippi. I like Mississippi men. I like um, David Banner, Banner, Banner. Yeah. He was cool too, but Big Crit, I'm loving his album. I'm playing it just as much as I'm pe- playing Summer. So okay. listen to that one. It's you listen to that new Gucci? Um, no, I have not. It's good. It's good? It's good. I love Gucci. I feel like Gucci has put out a lot this year. I like it. Um, who else? I listen. I listen to Lil Kim. I downloaded it. I haven't listened to it yet. All right, listen. I, it was lackluster for me mm. as a fan. It wasn't bad. It just. She's trying to stay with the times. Um, I love the song with her and Ot Genesis. She got one. I've heard that. that one. That one is good. But well, every, it's Ot. Yeah. I, and I love Kim. She's it's actually one of my you. faves. I love but her too. Some things you gotta just leave alone. And yeah, I feel like she's trying to sound a little too much with the times right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I have to give it more n- listens. It's not whack. It's just not. Yeah, I'm not All there. Right. Right. But yeah, summer I've been playing that like crazy. Um, Gucci and Cash Doll. I love Cash Doll. Yeah, she is the fucking bomb. I love her. Me too. I like her personality. Everything. Everything. She can rap. She seemed like she could she be the look homie. Good. Yes. That is my homegirl. I love her. If I she s- look good. Yeah, she looks very good. She's cute. And I'm happy for her because she was in that like crazy contract. She where didn't give up. She couldn't. She put got out, out of it. No music. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. some hating ass shit that happened to it her. It is, but she got out of it. Yeah. Shout out to Cash Doll. What else? What else do we care about? Um, any movies? Have you seen any movies lately? Oh, I saw The Joker. Excellent. Yes. yes. We saw that together. Yes. That yes. was good. Um, I liked it. Okay. It was really good. Any Netflix, anything, anything that you're looking into seeing? No, I need to catch up. Y'all keep spoiling power for me, the world. I still haven't watched this season, and I'm, I used to keep up with it. I'm only on episode four. Um... I don't want to talk about no depressing people getting, black people getting killed and shit. Yeah. We care, but we're not going to talk about that. Yeah. 
um, let's move on to Good in the Hood. Wow. This was on Do Not Disturb, y'all. Raylan Naima. That's your, that's the middle name China came up with, right, for her? That's not her real middle name. No, Raylan has no middle name. Raylan Naima lost her open newbie girl. You are interrupting. Next. Hi, Raylan. Shout out to Ratatouille. <laughs> so next we're in the hood. What's good in the hood? Um, so I'm going to start off with mine. Mm-hmm. Or it could be a mutual one because we were there. Oh, Uncle Fred's. Uncle Fred. Uncle Fred. Y'all, we fell in love with a new bar and restaurant in Brooklyn. It's super cute. It's on Ralph. Let me get the right cross streets. Um, but Tola's going to tell you guys more about it. Yes. Yeah, so Uncle Fred's is um, a black owned bar and it's newly opened. I want to say for a few months now. Only a month. Only they a said, month. They were like a month or two. I think it's a couple of months because really? I looked, yeah, I looked at it on Yelp. Okay. I'm definitely, definitely, excuse me, a Yelper. Uh-huh. I looked into it on Yelp and it was nothing but great things. But even if it wasn't, I would have still, you know, paid a visit to it. Mm-hmm. But um, we went for a birthday party. Yes. Um, well, birthday celebration rather. And it was, the music was good. The bartenders were awesome. The It's so cute. It's yeah. like a neighborhood bar. Um. It doesn't have like a, like a pretentious feel, but it's also not too hole in the wall where you like, what the fuck is about to happen up in here? Um, <laughs> it's cute. And it's like, it was dudes watching the game when we were there, but then, you know, we came for a, a girlfriend's birthday party and she had like a whole little cake and champagne set up and um, it's like dimly lit. It's nice. The bartenders are very social. The drinks are relatively... Um, Cheap, and then what really got me in Tola was they have happy hour Monday through Friday from 2 to, to eight. 8. 2 to 8. I can make it after work. Yeah. I can go home, put myself down, tell my friend to meet me there, and still make it for a few drinks. And don't let you work from home. You're going to be there at 2. <clears throat> <laughs> Just working and drinking and eating because the food's good too. But, um, yeah, definitely. What's the cross streets, did you say? It's on Ralph Indicator in Bed-Stuy. Mm-hmm. Name of the bar is Uncle Fred's. Definitely. Um, Definitely a good one in the hood. What about Buttons? Buntons. So Buntons? Buntons. You be having low... You, you make me mix up stuff because you have like a low-key accent, but it's not like a New York and a L.A. I'm like, what are you pronouncing here? So it's Buntons. Buntons. Yeah, Buntons World's Famous. World famous. Buntins world famous. That's on Broadway. Look at you famous. <laughs> right off of... Um, it's in Brooklyn. It's on Broadway. On Broadway. Right off the Myrtle Broadway stop. Also black owned. Super duper duper cute. Um, not going to matter much now, but they have like a backyard. Um, they have like cute little pop-ups on the weekends. Um, and you're going to be holding something there in December, correct? Yes. So, uh, December 14th, Saturday, December 14th from 8 to midnight, I am having a fundraiser called Return of the Mac. Um, we will be highlighting macaroni and cheese from home cooks and chefs. Um, I'll give more information on the next episode. Um, and promo will be out in November, but it'll be a good time. And it's the player's ball, so... I I'm want like, everybody. she gonna mention that part? I want everybody to come looking like Pam Greer and Jerome. The, Forget and Jerome. All, yes. And who else? Uh, what's the green? The nigga that wear the green? Oh, uh, from Bishop Magic Don Juan. Come on, off of Pico. That's yeah. why I used to always see him. Yes, I need all those outfits. But uh, yeah, that's December fourteenth. Um, 
you'll see more promo on my Instagram and Eventbrite on November 1st. Yes. So, where are we moving? Um, CultureCon, we can move into that. Okay. We're talking about what was good in the hood, or did you want to mention? Let's let's get into it. Okay, so CultureCon, first and foremost, I would love to just shout out X. Love you, X. Um, she gave us, she provided us with some tickets for the... Event for the event conference conference yes and um because I, I I definitely didn't want to pay the 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 two hundred it was two fifty yeah two fifty two two fifty one seventy eight I think if you were under twenty five yeah. I was like okay way to make me feel oh cool. so yeah so um yeah that was a blessing because mm-hmm. I don't think I would have been going if I had to pay yes um but cultures con was a, a dope experience definitely a very interesting experience and um. Tola and I had a lot of thoughts just as far as like having events, but also networking and kind of um, putting yourself out there. Um, and actually, another good in the hood, Tola was featured on a podcast. Oh, I'm like, what you about to say about me? Get into it. Yeah, so I was definitely featured on um, a, com- a, ugh, a podcast, excuse me, you guys, uh, for the Triple B Beauty Brains in the bottom. Um, it's on Network for That Net Worth. And we did briefly speak about um, what it's like now from now from when I first moved here to now with um, networking with people. So you guys definitely check out that episode and you can hear more about it. But I definitely enjoyed it. And they are a great set of people. Yeah. Shout out to Rajan. Uh, We love you. And um, yeah, they they had a. A lot of different takes on networking. And um, definitely I was just like, man, I don't like networking. Like, it's not like how it used to be. I feel like it. Used, I don't know. I used to have. It used to be more successful than what it is now. It's just like a, oh, I do this, but you do you really do that? And I, I don't know. It it gets tricky, and then it gets. I just think everything is too much these days, and maybe I'm just getting older. But I just I'm just like. You should see me right now, y'all. I'm just like, ugh, about it. It's just like, it's just so we don't stay on it for a long time. I will say that we had um, a positive experience at CultureCon. It was so beautiful to see um, all these black and brown people together, um, you know, being inspired and just looking good because, I mean, everybody had a look. Everybody turned And was there look. for the photo ops, and you guys. And was there you know, for Instagram the photo ops. Up. It was beautiful. All the neutral colors on this nice brown skin. It was, it was, it was dope. Um, seeing Tracy Ellis Ross. I mean, they had A-list guests there. Regina yes. King. Kiki. Oh, my God. Our auntie. That is my auntie. My young auntie. Kiki Palmer. She can host anything. Mm-hmm. I love her. She's hilarious. Um, it was dope. It was beautiful. Um, and... I'm glad I didn't have to pay for it because I was able to go. So shout out to you, X. Thank you again. And um, I think if you are a creative of color and you want to be surrounded by other creative of colors and you can afford to go, like if you if you got that 200, it's a green light. Drop, yeah, go. It's, it's a go. Mm-hmm. I, I would say it's definitely good in the hood. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's good for the hood. And it's good it's for good the hood. It's good in the hood and it's good for the hood. It was also held at the Brooklyn Navy Yard. Yeah, so um, shout out to CultureCon and the Creative Collective. And shout out to X because that was an experience that I couldn't have experienced without you. Yep. Um, Speaking of the Navy Yard, where we are recording today, the Brooklyn Navy Yard. Yes. Uh, you want to shout it out? 
Break Bread Productions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so we have a new home, y'all, and we'll get more into it when we tap into the main topic. But um, me and Tola in the studio, y'all. Y'all, I feel so fancy. The mic is right here. Yes. I feel like I'm ready to rap. I feel like. <laughs> Drop that 16. I, I'm you got it? To it. I'm a, I definitely have it. Okay. Don't, don't. Rhythm and Flow, season two. Exactly. T-Money. T-Baby. Helen from South Central Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Yes. All right. But uh, yeah, so we'll get more into that when we're talking about um, our the the the, the topic. topic today. Yeah, which is change. Yeah. So you ready to talk your shit, Tola? Yeah, am I? Let me. Um, you guys. So I've been I've been thugging it out with my braids for about four or five months. Now, They're beautiful. Right? Thank They're you beautiful. so much. I I enjoy them. They've been very convenient. They've gone with my outfits. Mm-hmm. Um, they give me that pop. Yes. Because I was missing length. Like, I love a good finger wave. I love my curls, but. T, finger waves, y'all. On point. Pop. Who, who's fucking with my finger waves? Not a. Not Are a my soul. wave set, as we would say? Maybe somebody in the 1930s. But, no, but nobody right now, right? Nobody in 2019. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Unless it's like a wig, though, because those wigs. The girls with the with the wig um, wave set. It depends on how it's done because True some that. of them but be I looking like really a helmet. Some yeah. of them be looking like a helmet. Yeah, some I I don't know if I get offended by it, but I've had people come up to me and ask me if it's a wig. Okay. And I'm like, nah, Damn. this is this is me. Yours be nice. Yeah, I be late. Okay. Okay. But as I was saying, I've been um I I came from Nigeria with them bomb ass braids that they did, and I kept them going. I mm-hmm. the girls out here weren't doing them exact, but they were getting close to it. You know, I've, I've been going back and forth with my, with my nice, these is my people, the Africans. So you guys out here in New York in some of the braid shops, especially on 125th mm-hmm. or 125 or however you guys tell me to say it, <laughs> there's literally like sweatshops. So it's like you go into a freaking room and there's like 20 people doing hair and like 30 people in there waiting to get their hair done are getting it done already. But you could get some bomb braids for the low. And you, the hair comes, is included. Yeah. So... With throughout this experience with getting my hair braided, I'm not even gonna make this long because I'm already getting upset. It's either <laughs> been different. It's a, they'll tell you to come in and you know they sister cousin husband mistress will be doing your hair, mm-hmm. or um, they'll say oh she's not here but I can do your hair and I get it you guys are about your money but see I'm about the the health of my hair mm-hmm. and I don't need a bunch of hands in my head. I need you to know exactly what you're doing and I would have to show them a picture like six times mm-hmm. like. So um, this last time that I went, the lady was snatching my edges. Like, and I was telling, she took a bathroom break. Mm-hmm. And I looked in the mirror, because, you know, we all like to, when, when the stylist is not looking, we be looking to trying to see if she doing it right. How like, it's coming together. Yes. Right. So I looked and I said, why does it look like my hair is about to come out of my scalp? It's too tight. Oh, wow. So Tola, usually, see, the old me, I used to not say if I wasn't happy about my hair, but now this is my money. This is my time. My butt is going numb while you're doing my hair. Right. So I said something to her. I said, this looks entirely too tight. And she was just like, it's not. What do you want me to do? Pull it out with the comb? Like, she was dead serious, though. Like, dead ass. Like, do you want me to pull the pull it out with the she comb to make to loosen it? Fuck about your I said, edges. if you do that, you're going to pull out my hair. She was like, so what would you like me to do? What? I said, we're going to take these braids out, and you're going to re-braid them. Right. 
I was respectful at first. See, but the girl who was asking me what would I like her to do, right. she was cool. It was the one who, I guess, like the owner of the shop. Mm-hmm. So she, now she's speaking She's she's speaking about me in her language. Yeah. Um, I know she's African, but I don't know where. For girls, you will respect me. So I need you to respect me and stay out of this conversation and let me be with my hair. So and you're going to want this money, so do it how I ask. Exactly. So she tells her, like, bring all the baby hair out. Baby hair is not to be bought out. It's supposed to just already be out, and that was my problem. She was snatching that in. I don't want you to do that. And I cannot snatch edges out here. Not like that. So, yeah, I talked my shit, and that was that on that. I don't really have much. Mine is just in general about something. Um, in the I've just been being met with a lot of, like, diversity talk. Okay. And this POC and all of that. Mm -hmm. And while I am not a person that I love diversity and inclusion, I try to use the term POC and feel like I'm including everyone. However, it drives me insane when people can't say like black or Asian or Mexican, call it what it is, Mm -hmm. because they're so focused on trying to like include everybody. Mm -hmm. And what I've come to realize is that people don't really know what inclusion means. You pointing out somebody diff- being different is not excluding them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's just been annoying. That's, I've been met. I can't get into specifics. I know you can't because I'm looking at you right now and I know exactly what you're talking about. And it sucks, but. Because, you know. And it's a label on everything now. So even like this whole because even I'll catch myself now and I'm just like. Tell her, just say black or say Caucasian, white, whatever it is you want to say. It's not, you're, you're not wrong for pointing, uh, pointing at a, a specific person or not pointing, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It, it's, you know me, I always say it's not that deep. Like, and it can be that deep, but what it is, is like me celebrating black people is not taking away from somebody being Asian or has uh, Latino. No, not at all. You're celebrating Latin. black people. Like it doesn't. It, I'm just celebrating black people. Mm-hmm. We we're actually celebrating now. Um, Hispanic Heritage Month, correct? Right. Or awesome. Latin, Latinx Heritage Month. I didn't see. For I the, didn't know. You know what I mean? So it's just like, it's just sometimes it it can become too much for me, especially when it's coming from people that are not your color. They're not me. They're not you. I already. I'm saying for you. And it's usually white people. You're I'm not about keep, to tell me I'm how a, to I'm celebrate keep, me or how to talk about I, me I'm or any keep, of that. I'm going to keep it above. Nigga. It's, right. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the shit I'm going to talk. And I'm, I have to keep it super general, guys, because I live in this world. But I'm really tired of people talking about all this diversity and inclusion. And they don't know what it means. Mm-mm. Like, just because you took one training at work don't mean, like. One. Just because you got that one black friend. Like, get, get away from me. Don't mean nothing. And, and that's it. That's that on the shit. Moving on. Tap in. Thank we'll you be- for talking your shit. Yes. All right. Tap all right. in. What we what we what we talking about? Today we are talking about change. And tell her why did you want to talk about change? Uh, today I want to talk about change because every day we're changing, every day we're evolving, and a lot of change has gone on since our last recording, right? Definitely. So we're just here to talk about change and right. how we accept change. And oh, it's hard. It, it is. It's definitely hard, but I don't mind going through change. You don't? No. The older I get, I don't mind, um, but I'm definitely a person, like, um, a creature of habit. I get very comfortable and very used to doing the same things over and over. Okay. Um, and change be scaring the shit out of me. 
I think I've encountered so much change to where when it does come, whether it be like planned or it comes abruptly, it's always just like, I got to flow with it. It happens. That's what I, I always take it as in that. I try to find the positive within it. Even when I cannot see it, it's so sm- so much smoke. Yeah. But I always find it and I try to go with it and that's what keeps me going. But I, I definitely embrace change and I try to work with it the best and I I change it to where it's comfortable for me. Like okay. if, if it disrupted me, I'm going to have to tweak something in it to make it to where I can be. So, for example, saving. I've had some things come up mm-hmm. and... Um, it was some change that left me with change. <laughs> you had to change the way you spend. I had to change a lot of things, but, and then I'm like, you know what? I'm getting older. I want to save better. I, yeah. I want to do different things. Like I was blessed to travel, travel this um, year. Mm. I want to continue to do those things. Maybe this, I looked at it as maybe this is slowing me down for a reason. Yeah. And maybe it's showing me that I need to plan out my finances better and have them go other places other than what I've been doing. Some, sometimes stuff. forced change is good mm-hmm. because you weren't going to change unless you were forced to. Story of my life. And I think that's me. Um, typically, I either have to like do something abrupt, like moving to New York. Okay. Within what? I think I plan to move to New York in January of 2014 and I was here in May awesome. so I had to do it like quick or I would have talked myself out of it mm-hmm. or I get fired or I get laid off mm-hmm. but it's I never necessarily welcome it in a way of um like okay this is what I have to do it's never easy for me no and it shouldn't be it's always like super shocking or something like uh I keep saying like I need to work on that I need to change that <laughs> um it's always very, it's always a big thing. Like, like, <laughs> but I feel like if you don't say like, you don't know what's going to come up next. Like, true. See, true, true, true. I definitely agree with you though. Um, I don't know. I just, I've, I, I preach it so much mm-hmm. to people to where I tell them to learn and to, to learn from change and grow with change. Yeah. And I just try to be this positive light. And I, I'm not always that, but I, pre- You're pretty I appreciate positive. the You're times very, that very I am. You're very, very optimistic and positive. I, yes. I think my, instead of my middle name being long ass, Ola Lakin Lauren, bet you didn't know that. Oh, it's actually. Shout out to Nigeria. Faintola Lauren Dean, Ola Lakin Openubi. Yeah. It should have been Faintola Optimistic Openubi. Wow. Maybe we could have kept in the Lauren, right? Well, but yeah, maybe you can name one of your kids optimistic or is that ghetto? No, and I might change the spelling. <laughs> optimistic. Opto. It depends if it will be a, um, a they girl or a boy. It's cool because my baby going to stay optimistic. That's ghetto. Um, <laughs> I like a little dash of ghetto speaking of it. Um, I do too. But speaking of change. Don't change that. I'm not. See? Don't, don't change that. I need that dash. I need, I need, it, it levels me out. Well, I like this change. Us being a new studio. Yes. I think we had to actually, you know, change the way we was doing things. Yes. In order to produce the content that we want to be as consistent as we want Mm -hmm. and to, you know, take the podcast to where we want to go. Yes. So that was a good change. We had to definitely force ourselves into doing it, though. Yes. Which was good. Um, The new job. New job. Yeah. I think me changing the way that I approach looking for work, now I am in a position where I actually like where I work. Good like, for I you. love going to work. I love I, when you tell me that. I don't dread it. I like everyone that I work with. Um, 
I'm loving what I'm doing. I, I love working in the arts and education space. I felt, you know, I've, I've been a nonprofit for people that have been listening to the show, but I was work, I was like taking any nonprofit job. And I don't want to say I wasn't passionate about the other missions, but I didn't have any like connection or I didn't relate to what they were doing mm -hmm. where this is like very specific to who I am and experiences um, that I've been through growing up and now being, you know, in this career so because when you explain this to when you explain the mission to me mm -hmm. and um what your position would entail mm -hmm. I was just like wow that sounds like her yeah that sounds like you and so I was really happy I still am happy for you Thank I can't you. wait to continue to see how this grows and how you grow from it but I wanted you to go back um why do I feel like I'm interviewing you but I wanted you to go back but I did want you to go back and speak about how you felt almost like at a standstill you were taking these jobs at these nonprofits, mm -hmm. and they were just jobs because you've been working within the nonprofit. so mm -hmm. so have I and um so what made you, how how did you feel, I guess is the word is going to be, how did you remain optimistic and uh -huh. what made you keep going until you found that job that fits you? Okay. And what, I'm sorry, and also what would you tell some of our listeners who are struggling within that? Because you can be 22, 32, 42 and mm -hmm. still struggle with these things in life. Mm-hmm and not know what to do or where to go like what would you what would you suggest for people to do so after so i just to be fully transparent i was laid off two jobs and then fired from one all three nonprofits. and um if you know like the nonprofit sector turnaround is not something that isn't everybody knows it's a high turnover rate right at most nonprofits. but um in my position and the reason why I think I was being let go. And I'm just giving a background before I answer your question. No problem. Um, the reason why I was let go is because I work in the development space and it's very results driven and um, fundraising. So we, we have to make money and get these grants so these organizations can survive and thrive. Mm -hmm. um, and I think you have to be very, 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 very connected to the organization in order for you to, one, be able to articulate what we do and to be able to go out there and, I guess, like, tell people to give you money, for lack of better words. And I didn't like the people that I worked with. I didn't connect with the mission in a way that I um, should have. And I think I wasn't always bringing my best self to work. Okay. Not saying that I deserve to get fired and not saying that um, I deserve to get laid off every time. But I noticed, one, I don't like being here. And two, it kept happening. Like, it, it was the same. It was literally this exact same thing three times in a row. Mm -hmm. So, answer your question. What I decided to do was, instead of being so thirsty for a job, and I'm not saying don't work, but I had to really be like, okay, I know I can't live off no McDonald's salary. I want to work in the nonprofit space. So how can I make this work for me? What do you like to do? I had to ask myself that question. So I only applied to arts organizations or education organizations. I know those are two things that I, I can relate to, that I'm passionate about. Um, so I was like, okay, I'm only, like I literally filtered my search. I changed the way that I was applying. I didn't apply to every single development 
position that was at every organization. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't necessarily going for quantity, but more quality. quality. Um, and I wanted to have a good work life. We spent way too much time at work to not like what we're doing. That's right. Um, what was the other parts of your question? Do you um, remember? Yeah. Okay. What what suggestions or what advice would you give somebody who's str- who's struggling with that? But you just you yeah you tailor the way yeah that you're searching for these jobs and actively search actively like, you can't search. do it when I'm sorry to, I'm and now I'm answering your shit. No, my you bad. Good, you good. You also cannot complain. You can't wait to look and this is hard because I've been in that predicament also to where the job will get on my nerves that day and then I'll just start looking yeah and then the next day it might be a better day and I won't look you have to actively look even if that's putting yourself on a schedule um I do it with apartment searching I do it with anything like that like I do I take time out of my day and look for it and we're talking about a job but you take time out of your day and you look and you apply even if you're not applying tweak your resume yep even if you're not tweaking your resume you're writing down what you're looking for in a job that will also be you'll be able to express your best self mm-hmm. and be able to work with them well right and no job is perfect right so you know you're not gonna get the i mean unless to me the only perfect job would be for working for myself because i'm yeah. my own boss and i'm creating everything right Mm -hmm. this podcast perfect job right um but i knew okay i have to connect to the mission i want to like what we're doing i want to like most of the people that i work with so like while they were interviewing me i interviewed them too Mm -hmm. before i wasn't doing that i was just so thirsty for a job because Mm -hmm. of course we trying to survive you want to get paid that i all I was worried about was the salary, the benefits, and was it the position that I wanted? Mm-hmm. I didn't think about nothing else. And that, that was stupid. And that's why I was in positions to where I was being let go or fired because I would literally be dragging my feet in the work. I didn't have the good spirit. And like, I think that unless you're really, 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 really good with masking it, which I am not, I wear my feelings on my sleeve, <laughs> um, it's going to come out in your work. And I was doing my work, but I'm sure the people there could tell that I didn't like working there. Yeah. Um, and then when something aggravated me at work and you already don't like being there, it was like on 100,000. Like, anytime I got mad, it was like, I already don't fucking like being here. Yeah. You know? So... I would definitely say make sure that you tailor what you're actually looking for. And even if it's like, yo, I want to work for a cereal company. I only want to do marketing for a cereal company. If that sounds crazy, it just might be. But do what makes you happy, it's I feel. It's not, though. You look for the cereal company you want to work for. You want to know exactly what you want to do right, with that cereal right. company. Yeah. It doesn't sound crazy. You just said break it down and... And have a plan. Thank you. Have a plan. I definitely planned. I knew that it was going to take me longer to find a job because I'm being my um, my research was so targeted, Mm -hmm. targeted. And I was being very, very, very specific. And, um, you know, it's only so many arts and education organizations in New York City. So, like, if I'm only applying to these, you know, it's 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 going to take a little longer. And I was I was fine with that. And you got to be realistic with yourself. Right. You know, I wasn't like, oh, I want to get a job next week. I found a job in three months. Mm-hmm. That's not bad. I know people that are laid off for years. years. So, you know, and sometimes, y'all, y'all going to hear this. You might have to take a pay cut yeah. to, get for, to get happiness and get what you want. Right. Um, so, yeah. But I'm happy with my new job. And I'm happy for you. And that was, that was a good change. Yeah, that's a great change. I'm happy for you. Yeah. Except change. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm down with that. It's a change in season. 
What? It's a change in season. We're oh, fall. like summer, winter, fall, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. You're right. You're right. I'm, I'm, just I'm like, what you mean? No. It's a new seasoning coming out? No. <laughs> season. Summer, winter, fall, spring. Do you like fall? I do like fall. I, I need to up my fall gear, but I definitely like fall. Man, I need to go shopping. Is that in, on change? That's it on change. You, 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 nothing? Just, just the change in your pocket is? Yeah. Is, um, yep. Yeah. I think so. If anything else comes up, I'll I'll definitely share it. Can you think of anything? Because you're looking at me like, no, bitch, you got some change going on and you need to tell me. No, and they don't need to know about your business like that. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's the only change. I think good change. It's been good changes. Yeah. It's been good changes. So next, the roomie report. Roomie report. So uh, you guys, you guys are supposed to, I know, I know you're about to say, how are we going to write in? You haven't even posted an episode, Tola. Cool, <laughs> cool, cool, cool. So I'm going to tell you right now, I want to hear from you guys. We want to hear from you guys. Yes. Friend, foe, whatever. Yep. Well, not foe. I, I, you know what? A I don't care can write listening. in too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. <laughs> and <laughs> we want you guys to write in and ask us advice, advice about anything. So um, you write into ATC West. P-O-D at gmail.com. Yep. Right? That's it. Again, A-T-C West P-O-D at gmail.com. Yep. And it could be advice. Y'all could um, talk y'all shit. Y'all could give us updates. Whatever. Yep. Yep. And... Before we end, because that's what you was about to do. You was about to wrap it, wasn't I you? I was about to wrap it. The other day for work, and this was my first time doing something like this. I Ooh. had put on something for um, breast cancer awareness. Okay. And so I just wanted to end it with, I was reading the magazine article in Essence Magazine. Mm-hmm. I still read magazines. I love that. Um, I saw the, the ABCs of breast cancer prevention. Okay. And... A is for awareness, so be aware of any changes to your breast size and shape and underarm skin changes. Mm-hmm. B is for behavior, maintaining a healthy weight, exercising daily, and limiting alcoholic intake. I feel like they're coming at me. I feel like they're coming at me. Hennessy. <laughs> are some of the things women can do to lower their risk. And C is chemo prevention. Um, so these are tests that can determine if your um, predisposition predisposition is high. So if it is, medication can help block the estrogen hormone that can feed breast cancer. Um, talk to your doctor about risk versus benefit of these drugs. And um, that, that was, was my help for the day. Yeah, it I was is. like, I have to share this because I was looking into it because when I held um, the small tabling at work for it, some of the young ladies were like, well, Miss, like, what do I need to look for? And is it I always a lump? Call you miss. Yes, Miss is my first and last name. <laughs> so I was like, what do I know that I need to look for? And so you trying to tell me if it's a lump, I have it. And I'm just, you know, I was talking to them about it, but I shared the, the three ABCs with them yeah. that I learned from um, Essence Magazine. Mm-hmm. And so I just wanted to put that out there in okay. the air, on the air. That was, that was nice. It's definitely Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Yes. Um. So, yeah, shout out to the tatas. Yes. Save the tatas. The little ones, the small ones, the lumpy ones, the side boob ones, all of them. Yeah, I haven't. I got them Fake pink Fake ones, today. real ones. I was like, I'll never wear pink, but I have pink on today. I wore my, um, I have a, like a little pin I could put on my jean jacket. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, cool, I'm repping. That's cute. Get, yeah. get them kids. Yeah. Look at Tola. You're so good, man. T-Letter kids. T-Letter kids. T-Letter the 
teenagers, whatever they grown asses are. But yeah, I love them all. I love you guys all. We love you guys all. And um, are we? I'm, I'm wrapping it up for you, right? Are we done. We can't wait to hear what you guys have to say. If you write in any, my friends, y'all scandalous as fuck. If y'all write in, please, I'm friends. I'm posting this, and y'all need to write in and ask some some questions. Something. Tell us how you doing. Shoot. Bye. Bye, y'all.